0: Hi, this is Niu Niu. Welcome to the second season of Old Wisdom, New Insights. In the previous show, I introduced Liang Qichao, a great thinker, reformist, and wonderful journalist who influenced so many young Chinese intellectuals at the start of the 20th century. Internationally, he was also quite popular. Liang Qichao was a friend to American philosopher John Dewey, British mathematician Ben Trent Russell, German biologist Hans Driesch, as well as Indian poet Rabindranath Tagore. Liang Qichao was definitely, in today's lingo, one of the greatest Chinese influencers. There was no internet at that time, yet if there were, he would have been the most important of the KOLs, hugging the headlines of all popular sites. The man's electrifying essays and editorials inspired and educated a whole generation of young patriots. Among them, leaders of People's Republic of China, Mao Zedong and Zhou Enlai. In today's words, they were all his fans. Liang Qichao's passion for cultivating young minds was not confined to his writings. He made substantial contributions to China's two top universities, Tsinghua University and Peking University. In the late 1920s, after retiring from politics, Liang taught at Tsinghua University Research Institute and was extremely popular among the students. As for Peking University, let's go and have a look for ourselves. Hey guys, this is Niu Niu, and I'm at Peking University now. Right in front of me is the plaque that reads Beijing Da but the school was not always caught this. Upon its funding, it was named Jing Shu Da Tang, the Imperial University of Peking. And Liang Qichao was one of its founding fathers. Now follow me and let's have a look. The architecture styles are quite antique-looking in this part of the school. Walking down the paths on campus, I am intoxicated by its beauty. The trees, the birds, and the Weiming Lake combined.
1: Hello. May I be your guide, since it's sort of my school and I love to show people around.
0: Hello Mr. Liang Qichao. what a wonderful surprise meeting you again here in Peking University. I'm not interrupting anything, right?
1: Oh, not at all. I was just roaming around. I like seeing young students, so I spent a lot of time in universities. It's really fun to see how the schools turn out. They've developed a lot. Do you know I drafted the school's first charter? I set the mission of the university as training outstanding talents and proposed a syllabus with equal emphasis on Chinese and Western learning. They're being carried out very well now.
0: Of course I know. It was the first charter of the university as well as the earliest outline of the school system in modern Chinese higher education. You were phenomenal.
1: Oh, thank you. Actually, the fast development of higher education in China has gone out of my imagination.
0: You built the foundation of China's higher education. You were just exceptionally talented in education, not only in public education, but also in family education, right? Many people view you as a role model father.
1: Really? Are you talking about people in your time?
0: Definitely! The story of you and your night kids have been praised and discussed again and again. Loads of articles on social media trying to decode the parenting secrets of yours.
1: Ha! I like that topic too, but tell me what you know first.
0: Well, from what I read, you were quite the loving and hands-on kind of dad Don't try to deny it just yet I've got proof
1: My sweet darling Don't worry about your scores so much You need to know that your father is the most affectionate person And he's very passionate about loving you No matter how busy you are with your work. Besides your major, I think you should also pick some other subjects, be it music, literature, or As for the fact that you did not get into college, it's the least important. You are there to gain knowledge, not to grab a diploma.
0: Are these letters you wrote to your kids?
1: (laughs) Yes, these were written by me. I wrote them to my nine kids, and there were more than 400 letters as such, I still stand by what I said now. I believe proper education for the youth should include moral education, intellectual education, and emotional education, so that they would be free from confusion, worry, and fear.
0: That is quite a modern educational view i read that as an open-minded scholar who had a keen interest in the Western academia, you supported seven out of your nine children to study or work abroad. But I've also heard a story about your daughter Si Zhuang changing her major against your will, was that true?
1: Oh, nonsense! I would of course respect her choice. Well, before sending her to study overseas, I chose biology for her, considering that China was in need of scientists back then. However, upon hearing that my little girl had no interest in this subject, I immediately wrote a long letter, comforting her and encouraging her to find her passion and change her major. She became a library scientist in modern China, as I recall.
0: So she was encouraged by you and found her life interest. You were really a great father. Your teaching method was unquestionably successful. All your night kids became renowned masters in their respective fields. Just to name a few, your oldest son Liang Sicheng was the father of modern Chinese architecture. Liang Yong was one of China's first archaeologists, and your youngest boy Liang Sili became a vice president of the International Astronautical Federation. Oh, and yes, all three were elected Chinese academicians, the top honor and title granted only to the nation's top scientists and engineers.
1: Yes, I followed their works. They did make me proud. I'm not going to take all the credit. But I am really pleased that not only did they achieve something career-wise, they also enjoyed their lives, enjoyed what they were interested in. In my opinion, that's the most important thing for a person.
0: Ah, I recall you were quite persistent in being an interesting person and finding interest in life. Did you say you were made of interests?
1: I did. I believe I said... If you broke down the person Liang Qichao to see what he's made of, there would be nothing left except an element named interest. I urge young people to develop an interest in learning only because as many scholars of the older generation. I myself had been enjoying great pleasure from my academic studies, and I wish that pleasure for all.
0: It is 趣味主义, interest interestism, right? You not only advocated this pleasure-oriented method, but also practiced it with a view to shape ideal personalities, and that's very admirable. All right, Mr. Liang Qichao, I don't want to take too much of your time. You've been more than friendly. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, no worries. I always enjoy the company of a young and interesting soul.
0: wonderful chat with Mr. Liang Qichao in Peking University. As a grandmaster of his time, he was hugely involved and was very influential to the society, the people, and the development of the country. He might not have found the right path for modern China in his time, but one would never fail to recognize his attempts and contributions. In my opinion, two verses from a self-motivating poem he wrote can sum up Liang's life quite well. 现身干做万事地, 现身 means to devote oneself, 万事地 means a target of criticism for tens of thousands, Lun means to write academic books, and 百事师 means a teacher for hundreds of generations. Together, a rough Chinese translation is, I would devote myself to saving the country, regardless of the fact that I may become a target of attack. I would continue studying and writing. Hopefully one day I can be regarded as a good teacher for later generations. He lived up to these goals, don't you agree? That brings us to the end of this episode and actually this season of Old Wisdom, New Insights. I'm Niao Niao. Special thanks to all of our amazing guests, Wei Yuan, Zhu Xi, Bao Zheng, Chi Yuan, and Liang Qichao, for being a part of the show and, more importantly, for providing us with the spectacular old wisdom, allowing us to have some new insights. Great lecture, Master Lu. You blew my mind.
1: Any of my descendants who commits bribery as an official shall not be allowed to go back home, nor to be buried in a family burial site. How could I give up? It was my state, my home. Glory to our young China. Just like the universe, it will never wither. If I were still alive today, I would be some 200 years old.
0: If you like the show, subscribe wherever you find us. If you have any questions or feedback, please get in touch via email at podcast.cri.com.cn or you can interact with me directly on my Facebook page, Niu Niu Chinese, and that's N-I-U N-I-U Chinese. Thank you so much for your company, and hopefully we'll see you in the next season of Old Wisdom, New Insights.